welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. You jumped on my hello again. Just expect the unexpected. I always do with you, mate. Always do. I've forgotten what we did. <laughs> We're at the movie. This is the movie show. Welcome. It's uh, the movie show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast, where we search Netflix for some hidden gems. We, we randomly select a movie every week, and uh, we see what we dredge up. And this week, we dredged up Ghosts of War. Yeah. Ghost of War is from 2020. I mean, it is an 18. It runs for one hour and 34 minutes. Currently rated at 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Thoughts? It's in our wheelhouse. Yeah, I think it's about about right. Maybe a little bit low. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, we'll get there. I'm not sure. Okay. Yet. <laughs> we will get there. Uh, this film stars a guy called Brenton Thwaites. It does. He plays a character called Chris. Um, he's been on the show before. Yeah. He appeared in Office Uprising. Way back. Way back. Season two? I think so, Early yeah. season two, I believe. Um, you might also recognise him. He's been quite a few things. He was in Oculus, uh, which is directed by uh, Mike Flanagan. Maleficent. He's in that. Pirates of the Caribbean, Salazar's Revenge. Okay. He's in that. Titans. He plays Dick Grayson in the Titans TV show. And he's Australian. G'day, mate. You know what we do about Australians. Yeah, I sure do. Has he ever been in Neighbours Are Home and Away? Yes. Hey. He's been in 56 episodes of Home and Away. Oh, good on And him. it was actually a murder mystery when he got killed. He oh, got wow. killed off and it was all a big like storyline back in 2011 of who, who shot killed, Mr. Burns. Who killed Stu. Yeah. And it turned out to be his girlfriend. Oh. Do you know why she killed him? Uh, because he was a knobhead. Yeah, he was a knobhead, but she, do you know how she killed him? Oh, uh, with a candlestick. Nope. She pushed him over and he banged his head in the sea. Oh, in the sea? In the sea. It's quite, those waves can be pretty hard. He banged his head on a wave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this film also stars Kyle Gallner. He plays Tappet. He is, most recently you'll have recognised him, he was Vince in Scream 5. Okay. The new Scream film. And he's about to be in a new horror film that's coming out this year called Smile. Have okay. you seen the trailer for Smile? I think I have, yeah. It's creepy as yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in that. Also, this film starts, there's, there's a lot of cast in this. There I'm is. going for them all. Um, Alan Richson is in this. He plays Butchie. Um, he's also in Titans. Yeah. He plays Hawk. I've got to say, when I saw this guy was in this, it really piqued my interest in it. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. Because he's, he's a fascinating guy. He also plays Reacher. Yeah, in and that's Reacher. why. <laughs> Which you, I presume you still haven't got to yet. I haven't got to it yet. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I heard it's really good. You said it was really yeah. good. So. And he's great in it. He is great in it. Did you know he has been on this show before? I did not. Do you want to have a guess at what he was in? I've got no idea. That's too many movies. Uh, he was in that carnival one. Nope. No, I have no idea. He was in Office Uprising. Was he? Yes, he was Amazing. indeed. Amazing. Um, also, he was Aquaman in Smallville. Was he one of the jocks throwing the yeah, ball around was, in yeah. Office Uprising? I think he was. Okay. Um, he was Aquaman in the Smallville TV show. Yeah. And he's also Raphael in the latest two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Sweet. He's a big guy. Yeah, big yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. And also famous guy. Uh, Theo Rossi's also in this film. He plays Kirk. He was in Sons of Anarchy, which we mentioned on the way. I, I did recognise him, but he, I couldn't place him. He played Juice in Sons of okay. Anarchy the whole way through. I think he got killed near the end. Spoiler alert. I don't know. I never watched it. He's also in Cloverfield. Okay. Uh, this film was written and directed by a guy called Eric Bress. Have you heard the name Eric Bress? I, I have not. You probably haven't. He's only ever directed two films. Oh. And only ever written four. Oh. So he directed this. And he also directed 2004's Butterfly Effect, starring Ashton Kutcher. Really? Yes. I mean, that's interesting. It is really interesting. I can see some of that movie in this movie. Very similar vibe. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, but the, I went to the that cinema. That was a big hit at the time, It was time, at the time, wasn't it? yeah. It was a massive movie at the time. 
but that's sixteen year gap between movie directors. Yeah. Um, I went to the cinema to see the butterfly effect. Okay. With one of our mutual friends, and we were the only three people in there. Okay. In the whole screen, you went with one of our mutual friends, and there was three of you in there. Yes. Because he brought his girlfriend. Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> um, he also wrote Final Destination Two and the Final Destination. Okay. So he wrote both of those films, right. but didn't direct them. So yeah, he's only ever written four and only ever directed what two. What a, a with a sixteen-year gap between his directing life. Yeah. Very strange. Well, maybe he just like goes on holiday for a long time. I've got some money numbers. Do you want some money numbers? I'd love some. Do you want to know the total worldwide gross? Yeah. Of this film. Always. Do you want to have a guess at it? Uh, Cinema release money. Quarter of, quarter of a million. A little bit more. $345,280 US dollars. Do you want to know a list of countries that it was released in the cinema in? Yeah. <laughs> um, it had a cinema release in Russia, Lithuania, South Korea, the United Arab Emirates, and Vietnam. I love it. It's so random. <laughs> I love stuff like that. It's weird. Made most of its money in Vietnam. Okay. $79,000. But it made its least money in Lithuania, where it only made 2000 oh. Only 6000 in Russia. Hardly seems worth it. Do you have a one-word review of Ghosts of War? Chateaued my pants. Because <laughs> it's saying a chateau oh, yeah. and it's scary. Very clever. Where does this film start, Nick? As some war quotes. Do you want some quotes? Yeah. Um, I found I've got. You've got to do some reading. I didn't write. I didn't write them down because they're on IMDb, so we'll <laughs> find them on there. Yeah, it starts off with writing on the screen. Um, the very first one. There's two. There is says, two. Yeah. This war will not end. With every mile, my body and spirit break. Every jolt makes brittle my mind. Each step pulls me further from home until I am the shell of the man that kissed my mother goodbye a forever ago. That's a nice quote. It is. It's very, it's quite moving. But then it goes on to a second one, which is actually a continuation of the first one. Yeah. Which is a bit annoying. Yeah. Um, and then it says, and I tense endlessly, not knowing which will arrive first, the bullet that takes my life or my final chance for redemption. Yeah. And it's attributed to D. Werner, an 18-year-old World War II private of the first class. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, then we get a caption. We do. Nazi-occupied France, 1944. Yep. We're in 1944, France. And yeah. um, we meet some sleeping soldiers. Yeah. Uh, sleeping soldiers. One wakes up. This is Chris. He's like the leader. I think he's the... Guy We don't really get, like, ranks. No, there's, we but don't he seems find to out, be but he seems to be in charge. platoon leader. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Although he appears to be the youngest. Also true. <laughs> yeah. Or he l- at least looks the youngest. They're all pretty fresh-faced. Yeah. But yeah, he is he, the freshest Freshest faced. of faced. Um, and he spots a man in a tree. There's a dude in a tree. Smoking a cigar. Smoking a cigarette. Gar. Cigar. <laughs> and. Cigarette gar. <laughs> Sounds like a transform. It does. <laughs> transform from. Cigarette to car. Cigarette to car. <laughs> cigarette car. <laughs> Uh, we've gone off piece oh, already. Already, it's the heat. Uh, it is hot. And he, Chris is like reaching for his gun. Yeah. And he's like, "What do you want? Who are you? Yeah. He wasn't well, watching you sleep. You weirdo. Weirdo. Then this man throws his cigar at him. Chris dodges it, and when he looks back, he's not there anymore. This yeah. man disappeared. It's a bit strange. And they cut straight to the title card. I him. thought I was onto something here mm. because. I've put in my notes, PTSD, question mark? Question mark. thought that's where we were going. Mm. Okay. You're not far wrong. Ish. Ish. We get there. Uh, yeah, we go straight to the title card and we came back and we meet Kirk. Kirk is... Got, he's got itchy feet. 
<laughs> scratching his feet, feet with a he has fork. got monkey feet he's got horrible itchy feet they've been walking for a long time they've got a long walk ahead of them they've still got 30 miles I, I just put army banter yeah they're just bantering <laughs> the, the, a lot of this movie at the beginning is just army banter and um, they have a 30 mile walk to the next outpost yeah they're heading somewhere um they have a mission yeah they're yeah, not they, just lost behind no they, they they're on their way somewhere and they've got 30 miles to get there but kirk's feet are already bad they're in a bad way Chris, who's the guy in charge, seems to have some sort of super sensory hearing because he stops. It happens a few times in this yeah, film where he can there. hear stuff that nobody else can hear. Um, and he can hear a jeep coming. Yeah. Um, well, he says, he stops them. Yeah. Says, I, I think I can hear a jeep. Then he puts his ears to the ground and tests yeah. the vibration. But he's already knew that it was coming. It was coming. Yeah. yeah, it was. He's got spidey sense. Yes, yeah, definitely. And then what made me laugh is that they're like, there's five of them and they're all like stacked out. And he walks to the back. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not being at the front yeah. of this. I'm hiding behind Jack Reacher. That's they, what he says. They have enough time to set up a yeah. bomb. How far away was this Jeep? Yeah, that's what I mean. He's got super sensory hearing. So they do. They blow up this Jeep on the road. Yeah, it's a booby trap. Yeah, it's a really road. cool explosion as well, yeah. to be fair, because it does just explode this Jeep. Um, One of the... Well, a couple of them survive. They get shot in the head quite quickly. The guys take them out. So Nazis. Billy Zane's a Nazi. Oh, okay. He's the last one. He's the one who fights. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, I see Butchie. it now. I say it now. I I just didn't. I hadn't. Because I was like, what, "Is that Billy Zane? <laughs> Why is he? In, what, what's going on?" Billy Zane's a Nazi. Yeah. There you go. Isn't um, it for about a minute? Yeah, they were. They were. They're taking out these Nazis that survived, and Butchie wants to fight the last one. Yeah. Because he seems to have survived the best. Very similar to Werewolves of the Third Reich. <laughs> yeah. Where exactly the scene happens. Yeah, it does. To be fair. But this is obviously done a lot better. <laughs> yes. And it's like, yeah, you're a German. Yeah. I'm a Yank. Get your dukes up. Let's yeah. have a fight. Man to man. And they're just about to start and Chris shoots the guy in the head. Yeah. He's, he's had like, enough. We haven't like, got time for this. Yeah, we haven't got time for that. Um, plus, the Nazi was winning. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the fight, the little fight they did have. Um, so all the Nazis are dead. They keep walking. They've got no time for it. They keep walking. And then they come across some... I've written some peasants fleeing across a field. Oh, the it, only other thing to note is that... Um, who's the sniper guy? What's his name again? Tapper. Tappet. Tappet. Tapper. Um, Tappet. Tappet. He spends a bit of time pulling all the gold teeth yes, he, out of one of the dead Nazis yeah, from the Jeep. He collects the uh, yeah. valuables. He takes his coat as well, doesn't yeah. he? One of the coats. Um, he sees some, they see some peasants fleeing across yeah, the field. They look like they've escaped from a yeah. refugee camp or a concentration camp, maybe. Um, and Tappet goes over to these people and he gives one of the ladies all of his collection of gold teeth yeah. and tells her to build a new life. And I he guess. gives her this and big this Nazi gold. coat as well. Yeah, he gives her this warm. coat to keep her warm. And then they keep walking and eventually they get to this burning town over it now. Yeah. It's a French town that's literally on fire. Yeah, they walk through there, There's some... It's clearly CGI because the the fires are very much staggered. Yeah. <laughs> there's like five or six fires and they're all the same distance apart from each other. Um, and it turns out while they're on this walk and they're chatting away, they've got this... They're heading towards this mansion slash castle. That that's how they describe it. And they've just got to basically hold it until relief comes along. Yeah. And they're very excited about this because this place is going to have beds. It's going to yeah. have food. It's basically a break hmm. from the war. They're going to be very happy there in their new home. I really liked this movie up till this point. <laughs> I'm not saying I just liked it after, but I thought the first, say so this first 15 minutes yeah. are awesome. Yeah, they are really, really good. They're just, I thought that the interplay between the squad was really cool. That, you know, the bit with the Jeep was cool. There was gore. The, 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 the scene with like the refugees was quite nicely played, sort of quite subtle, but quite, you know, quite yeah. affecting. I was, I was like, 
okay, I wasn't prepared for this. This is quite high quality. Yeah, it, it's quite high quality. The cast are really good. The five main guys in it are all really good. I thought they were all really... They are. They all I would say likeable, watchable. You fa- and you felt You're their chemistry as well. You felt that you yeah, weren't yeah, supposed the to like them. Yeah, the was really good. They, they yeah. had a good chemistry between the five of them. And it really does help in a film like this where it is just the five of them in it. Yeah. There's nobody else really in it. Eventually they arrive at this castle slash mansion, but it's, it is like a chateau. Yeah. Um, and it turns out it's been abandoned by the Germans and the army, the allies are now holding it. And they relieve the guys that are currently there. And these guys can't wait to leave. No. Which is... One guy's sleeping outside in the car. Yeah. The others are on like bed rolls in the, in in the hallway. hallway. They are ready to go. And which takes them all, takes our guys by surprise a little bit. Because they're like, well, why are these guys so ready to go when it's such a well, cushy I little number? I think that's my first nickpick. Okay. Because I don't think our, our squad that we've been following were quick enough on the uptake for me in terms of because the, the, these guys who were, they were they were relieving were queer, clearly like freaked the fuck out and acting weird yeah. and none of them really questioned no, it no you could see Chris had questions in his mind but he didn't portray them yeah and I think it was just I think it's mainly because they'd walked so far and they were just happy to be I there no I get and, that and I, d- I just thought it, I, it is a it is a nitpick I, I thought it stuck out. A it just bit for was me. supposed to add to the mystery, wasn't yeah. it? Of like, why are these guys so keen to go yeah. when this is such a supposed to be a cushy job? Uh, but eventually, they're like, right, if you're that keen to go, we're going to have dinner and stuff. But if you want to go, yeah. off you pop, and they do. They all get in this jeep and leave. Uh, but they've left one of their rucksacks behind. Yeah, which doesn't really come to anything. No, it just, I, just made me think that. I think they, I think it's supposed to show that they lost one of their yeah guys, maybe. Um. So the guys go for a look around. Uh, Eugene starts playing. Eugene, we haven't really mentioned. He starts playing the piano. He no, he's playing. played by Skylar Astin, who yes. I recognised from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really recognise him, but I haven't seen Pitch Perfect. So he's like the calm, sensible brain of the group. Yes, the, the, the more intellectual. He's a nerd. One. Yeah, um, he, they all go for a look around. He starts playing the piano. Um, there's a grand piano in the hallway, um, and Chris starts noticing unusual things like one of the rugs in the study i guess has been on fire yeah there's fucking and scratch marks in the floor there's scratch like marks all over the floor their way yeah. across the floor and he notices that in this burn marks in this rug the chair fits perfectly yeah. so the chair had clearly been on fire there's also well. quite a lot of house noises but it is a big chateau yeah you know i've written here banging, the, doors creaking the first person to hear something is tap it he goes down to the basement and he hears a noise down there um and then he, then Chris starts to hear noises. And then Butchie can't get his cigarette to light. He's got a match. He can't get that to light. And then he hears a noise. So they're all hearing noises. Um, he heads to a lo- Butchie heads to a locked door that he tries to open. And he can't get in. So he gives up. And when he leaves, yeah. the door opens on its own. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. Mysterious I, I, shit's going down. It's a, it's a trope, but it was well done. Yeah. I, I did like that one. They're, um, they all get back together. They're having a bit of banter that night. And suddenly they hear footsteps upstairs. Yeah. So they figure, shit, somebody's here. They arm up. They arm up. They do. They um, they all go investigating different places. Uh, Chris, I think it was Chris and Tappet get to this room where they can hear this noise inside. Yeah, there's something like scraping. scraping inside this They're room. in the kitchen, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, So they open, well, they try and open this door and it doesn't open, but then it just bursts open on its own. And then all these curtains in there start moving on their own. Yeah. And then nothing else comes of it. There's nothing in there. 
but they're all a bit freaked out. Well, no, I quite liked it. So they go, they go through the kitchen, and then there's like a there's a drape in front of them, which is yeah. black, and you can't see. So they go through that. Obviously, it builds attention. Yeah. As they walk through that, they they see a window open, and the the curtains are, are shut in the window, but there's a there's a shadow of someone hanging. Yeah. But then the curtains open and the shadow's gone. And yeah. I was like, again, I was like, that's that's not quite seen it done that way. Mm, before. Yeah, yeah. I quite liked it. Th- this film has got some unique directing qualities yeah. to it, definitely. I, I did think it was good at building the tension. Yeah. You know. I know. I, I already know what you don't like about this movie. So <laughs> it'll be really interesting when we get there to see uh, see your reasons why. Um, that night, they're all sitting around exchanging war stories around the fire. And Chris is suddenly like, I don't know if I'm going insane, but I think I can hear Morse code. Yeah. And then they all start listening and they're like, no, that is definitely Morse code. And whoever's giving them this Morse code signal spells out the words, I have no legs. Yeah. And that freaks them the fuck out because that's quite scary. Um, and then, <laughs> then a squirrel lands then on them. Suddenly a squirrel lands in the fire. Yeah. And that makes them all jump out of their skin. They all shit themselves. And so then they're like, let's just go to bed. Yeah. And like, Chris, Chris is like, you can have a bed if you want. Yeah. yeah this just... was my Nick pick, my <laughs> ad pick. Um, They've just received what is possibly the creepiest message ever. Yeah. And then they're like, let's just go to bed. Go to your own room. Yeah, let's all separate into different rooms and go to bed. Because they could have all just kept on the sofas in this huge drawing room. I'm not lying to you now. If me and you now all of a sudden got a message saying, I have no legs, I wouldn't let you leave. (laughs) You're not going anywhere. We're staying together. together. Especially then we cut to Kirk, who's like in a child's bedroom with all the creepy dolls around us. I'm like, why? 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 Yeah, you're right. It's it's a horror movie. You have to, but it just doesn't ring true. You just wouldn't do it. Um, Eugene has gone down to the basement because that's He's decided that's his room. Yeah, I'm going to sleep yeah. in the creepy basement. Yeah. Um, and he's found an old journal, diary There's loads of thing. stuff. stuff it's a basement. There. It's full of stuff. There's yeah. photos, there's journals, there's books. There's a family portrait, yeah. which he's looking at, which is, shows, I presume, the family that lived there. Yeah. And suddenly the picture's empty. The people yeah, disappear. Yeah, away the and picture. there's nothing in the picture. Yeah, so creepy shit is happening. Um, Tapper is taking a spot in the attic. Yeah, he's on watch. He's a sniper, so yeah. he's gone into the attic window. He's looking out the window. Um, we see something behind him. He doesn't see it. There's, There's a... quite a lot of that in this yeah. movie. And again, I, it is can be overused, but I thought they did it effectively in here, in this movie. There's quite a bit where you you can just see something yeah. over the shoulder of the character. And, and a couple of times you actually see, oh, it's a person. person. Yeah. But there's a couple where it's like, oh, is that a shape in the background? Mm. Uh, Some of them are not obvious. No, and it, I, I appreciate that subtlety, and um, I liked it. Yeah, same. I liked it. Some of them are not obvious. This is the first one that is really obvious. You can tell yeah. this is a person moving around behind With you. clothes on that's yeah. starting to come into focus. Yeah, and he's like kind of looking through his sniper sight out, at out this into point the outside, ground. so he doesn't see it. And then suddenly a face appears in his sight. Yeah. And it's the movie's first jump yeah, scare. Yeah, I, I got me. You got me a little bit, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love a jump scare. Um, there's quite a few jump scares in this. They're all similar, Yeah, I guess you'd say. But it's a ghostly face that appears in his sight. Um, he heads outside to investigate because there was... Was there a statue missing from one of the plimps? He'd, I think he's seen someone hanging from a he'd tree seen as something well. outside yeah. that he went out. So he went out to investigate, doesn't find anything. Uh, you can see Chris watching him from a balcony. See, that was is, creepy. That was creepy because we we're like, oh, why is Chris doing that? No, they didn't. They were just watching. And then we cut to the next morning. Um, They've picked up a 
transmission on the radio. Yes. Uh, basically says that there are about 50 Germans in the area. Coming this way. Uh, and they might try and take this uh, chateau back. Yeah. They're all a little bit... Nobody wants to talk about what's happened the night before. No. It's the, the, cl- the clearness of a morning, I suppose, you don't yeah. really want to admit. No one wants to be the first one to say... Yeah. Did you say anything Something shit. Night? Something weird's going on. Um, we hear... We get told a story at this point as well about... By Eugene. Tells a story about Tapper um, and how he once caught him in a room full of dead 15-year-olds. Yeah, it's like he'd he, he basically murdered a load of the Hitler youth. Yes, six or seven 15 year old yeah. boys. Um, and then he was playing Cat's Cradle, but he wasn't at the first move. Yeah, there was, was, there was no one. There was nobody there playing. He was opposite, like a beheaded boy. So over in here, they're trying to tell me that Tapper's weird. That's yeah. all they're telling me. Yeah. And they do it quite a lot over the next 20 yes. minutes of this film. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of this, like, Tapper's weird. And this is where they find out that Tapper's heard this platoon are coming this way. Yeah. And then we cut to the evening. We cut get to the ready evening. for watch, and yep. he's going back and watching the attic. So they're up in the attic. What do they find in the attic, Nick? Pull a rug back. So Eugene's helping Tapper set like a yep. a station up, I guess, so he can he can set himself up for the night. Yeah. They move a wardrobe. They pull a rug back, and I laughed out loud. <laughs> but it's my problem uh, because they pull the rug back to reveal a pentagram they on the floor. Do there's a pentagram on the floor? There's no. Um, Nobody hiding in it or no. stuck in it. It's just Pent- there. Um, Second yeah. pentagram of this season. Yeah, we love a pentagram this season. Of the so they decide to... They've got to move this cupboard or this armor out of the way. And they do. And Eugene and Tapper are moving it. And then the, suddenly the door slams on Eugene's hand. Yeah. And absolutely mangles it. I know. <laughs> These doors must have been heavy. A it heavy was good door. makeup. It was, yeah. And, his fingers were all smashed up. And, and all in the wrong direction. the wrong direction. Again, maybe it's me. My first first reaction was that wardrobe door shouldn't have done that. No, it didn't make... It must have gone with a lot of force. Ghostly force. Yeah. Um, he thinks Tapper did it. Tapper obviously didn't do it. The door just... It was literally as they got it across the middle yeah. of the pentagram. At this point then, they hear something else on the radio, but this is like a ghostly transmission. Yeah. I couldn't make out what it was saying. No, me neither. I don't me think neither. we were supposed to, but they could, and it was creeping them out. And then one... I quite like this as well. In Again, in the, the interaction between them, I'm not sure which one of it is... Uh, it is, but one of them sort of says, right, fine, I'm going to do it. I'll be the first one to say the H word. Yeah. This place is fucking haunted. Yeah, it was Chris, the yeah. leader guy. He was like, yeah, there's, there's no way now that we're not saying that this place is haunted. Um, and then they can hear more Morse code. Yeah. So all this is going off at the same time. It's quite, it moves quite quickly, this film. It never really stops, does it? There's no. There's a lot going on. Um, and they can hear more Morse code. And this time it's, Eugene's writing it down and it spells out, if you leave, and then it stops. And then all of a sudden, it's like he gets possessed. Yeah. And the pen starts writing itself. Yeah, yeah. Like Ouija board yeah, type stuff. Like, yeah, it's like all sorts of weird shit's going on. And then it says, you die. And it writes that. So it's, if you leave, you die. And then that voice comes out of the radio saying the same thing. If you leave, you die. So they can't leave. Hmm. So that's not an option anymore. The, this movie's done a really good job of saying... Because it's always the thing in a horror movie, isn't it? Why don't you just go? Yeah. But now they've like they've taken that option away hmm. from it. So we can't just leave now. Because we're going to die if we do. And then all of a sudden, as if things weren't bad enough, 50 bloody Nazis show up. Yeah, a couple of trucks. Yeah. Um, this kind of works out for them. They do, they do... They team up. They had the advance warning. Yeah. They've boarded the windows. They've yep. basically made the place look abandoned. Yes. Uh, and and they, they go to ground, don't they? They yeah, all they hide. they all hide. Tapper goes up into the attic. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Uh, and, and after a little amount of time, the Nazis 
start to leave. Yeah, they try the doors. All the doors are locked yeah. up. They're like, there's nobody here. Let's go. Um, and so, unfortunately, our ghosts have different ideas. Yeah. Because they start making a lot of noise inside. Sure. And the Germans hear it. The Nazis hear it. So they come back. And they yeah, and because uh, uh, Eugene's like, what the fuck's happened doing up there? What's he? Because he thinks he's gone. He thinks he's crazy. Making the noise. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then this film kicks off for about ten minutes. Now there's a lot of lot of shit going down. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a gun battle. Yeah, there's just a battle going on. Very early in the battle, a German throws a grenade through the window yeah. to where they're in the room that they're in, which is a bad time. You don't want to be in a room with a grenade. But he spots this danger and dives on the grenade. Like he a does. He's that hero. kind of guy. He's a fucking I like hero. This. He is so dead. Yeah. <laughs> he gets mangled. Chris takes out quite a lot. Um, and then they... Tappet's taken him out from, from the, the sniper, sniper position. position. A lot of Nazis are dying. Yeah. And then the ghosts kind of team up with them, I guess. A little bit, It yeah. feels like it, doesn't it? It's like... Um, There's various Nazi takedowns. Yes. A lot of them are from our platoon... But also the ghosts do the help ghosts a little do bit. help a little bit. So Kirk's hiding in a bathroom at this point. He's yeah. hiding behind the door. I don't know if he'd bottled it or what, but he was hiding behind a bathroom. And door. there's like a, a, a Nazi officer comes in. Yeah, to try and just search just, the room, I guess. Yeah. And then when Kirk looks around, this Nazi officer's drowning in the bath. Yeah. There's a bathtub full of water and something, we can't see what it is, nobody can. It's just holding his head under and he's thrashing around. Um, and it, he drowns, this guy dies. And yeah. then you, all you can hear is laughing going on. And it's like this is a fucking creepy scene. Eugene's in the drawing room, like the the office type. Thing. He's hid, yeah. be, hid behind a, a desk. Yes. Uh, there's a Nazi the other side of the desk. He's trying I'm to like, trying to reload his gun, yeah, but he can't, can't because he's got, got a hand. hand. I was like, how's this Nazi not seen him? Yeah. <laughs> he he finally managed to load the gun. Stands up, and there's a witch there. Yeah, ghost she, ghost lady. Ghost, ghost witch lady. She sets the Nazi on fire. Yeah. In the same spot that there was the burnt patch on the floor. Really. Absolutely. Um, Tapper finds one hanging above the pentagram. Yeah. But he actually goes to help it and then he stops and he just lets it hang. It. The which, is, uh, which is one of the same places he'd seen a hanging vision earlier, earlier on. in the movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all this, is, all this shit's going on. It's really exciting. There's a lot of stuff going down at this point. And they kind of win the battle. Yeah, they, they completely they... win the battle. They, they kill all of the Nazis. Yeah. Oh, they're all dead. Nobody leaves. Um, and then we check in on Butchie. Who is still alive, miraculously. Yeah, I didn't see that come in. He's barely alive. Yeah. He hasn't got a lot of limbs left. They, they're giving him morphine. He's got no arms. Yeah. He might have one leg. I'm not I sure think he might have two. a bit of a leg. Yeah, he was, uh, he was not in a good uh, way. He's, he's got half a face. Yeah. He's, he's got no eye. He's lost a jaw. Uh, well, half of his, his face. Jaw, yeah. Yeah. Good um, makeup as well, I thought. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, so they start to take their bodies out. The yeah. Nazi bodies out. Pile them up in the van. Tapper's already got them in the ba- van. I didn't really understand this. It's just, again, Tapper's weird. Yeah, but you d- all <laughs> he took done... all their clothes off and hid- and put them in the back of the van. Was that the was it the weird bit, the fact that they're oh, all in their vest and pants? Yeah, I think so. Right, okay. Because that's what he does. He robs... He's yeah. a grave robber, isn't yeah. he? He robs them. And I've just written here, Tapper's weird, because <laughs> that's what they're trying to tell me. Um, yeah, so they're all p- piled up in the back of this lorry. I mean, I probably would have left in the lorry, but hey, hey. Um, then Chris has a really interesting conversation about what haunted means. And he's got two different perspectives of what ghosts are and what is it just an energy or is yeah. it people stuck in a house that they can't yeah, yeah. leave. There's a really interesting like debate going yeah. on in his own head. Um, and then Eugene has, remember, he found this journal. He did, So yeah. this journal has been written by the head of the house or the man of the yeah, house. Basically. And he says, what... We have just experienced, or what we have seen, is exactly what happened to the family. Yeah, they're comparing 
what they'd seen in regards to the the Nazis being killed by the ghosts, drowning in the bath, uh, yeah. hanging from and, the ceiling, being says, burned alive. That happened in those places to the family that lived here. Yes, that when the Nazis took this house originally. This is where I first started to think something isn't right here, because the the diary is written by the man of the house. He he says that earlier on. Then he also says that... No, because he said it was written by a German officer as well. Oh, okay. So maybe I've missed something there. I think. You know, the guy, the guy who was in the quote at the so start. Okay, so there's two he, people writing the same journal. Well, the, the journal keeps changing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this is yeah. why I'm starting to think yeah. something's not right. Because at one point he says it's written by the man of the house. And yeah. then it describes how the man of the house dies. Yeah. And I'm like, something's not right with this movie. It's, something weird's going on. I'd, I'd never twigged what, what weird was going on because it's fucking insane what is going on but we're, we're getting there um and basically they decide that this family are still there they've got unfinished business in this house and these are the ghosts that we have met now and they are wandering this house with unfinished business i think this next scene might have been the best bit of the movie in terms of acting yep uh, i do have problems with this movie but i'm not sure if it will be what you expect because okay. i i think there are surprisingly for me Quite a, there are good performances in this movie, yeah, and really good sequences. We've just talked about one, the whole battle sequence. Low key, this is one as well. Yeah, it, it's Tappet coming down to talk to Eugene, and it's just the two of them next to Butchie. Yeah, and and Tappet basically tells Eugene that I heard what you're saying about me being weird. And yeah, and you you finding me with kids, the yeah. yeah the Hitler youth kid, and. And he basically describes, look, I, I was out of my body. I yeah. could I could see myself cutting these kids up, you know, and, and I was telling myself that, you know, they're, they're Hitler youth. Yeah. I'm doing everyone a favour so they don't grow up yeah. to be evil. And uh, and then he says, he talks about the, the boy whose head I chopped off. Hmm. He sat up and he asked me if I wanted to play Cat's Cradle. And... I can remember playing with playing him. with him, and then you came in, and he just lay back down. Yeah, and then he says, "But you know what the worst thing is? I couldn't remember any of that till I heard you talk about it earlier today." And I'm like, "It's PTSD." Yeah, it's got it's, it's something... I don't still. It was a really good scene. I was just a ridic- ridiculous story, or whatever. <laughs> but it was really good acting. Yeah, it was. Those, and, those uh, two were great in that scene. Yeah, I thought it was really good. What's interesting? I don't know. Whether, I'm going to do this now. The, they they start that scene by talking about movies and his love of horror movies yeah. and movies that he watched as a kid yeah, growing yeah. up. Both of the movies that he mentioned didn't come out till the mid fifties. Oh, okay. Which is eleven years after the start of this after the start of this film. So that that kind of reveals itself there if you know yeah. the fact of that. I didn't find that out till I'd read it afterwards, but yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. We're gonna get to the twist. There's a twist coming. I don't know if you figured this out. There's a twist coming. We'll get there. Chris uh, decides he's going to try and talk to the ghost. Yes. And find out what do they want. Yeah. And actually, can we help you? Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Let's confront our uh, demons. Yeah. So he heads up to the bathtub, doesn't he? Yeah. To, um, he knows it's a site. Yeah. A haunted site, I guess. It's still got water. It's been activity. And he starts talking to the water in this bathtub. Yeah. Um, and he says, look, I'm, I'm here to help. What, what can we what do, do to want? help? Yeah. And then he suddenly gets thrown into the water. And it starts drowning him. Whatever it is, starts drowning him. But he can, he can see 
things. The, Visions. Yeah. People in gas masks. Yeah. People and all sorts of stuff. War stuff. On. War stuff. Um, and then he gets shaken up and he gets awoken. And it turns out this was a dream. Or it might have been a dream. It might not have been a dream. We don't really He might have know done it and then come and yeah. be rescued by the but other. He gets shaken away because he was really dreaming matter. about that scene. Um, they. This is the point where they discuss leaving. Yeah. Because they're like, we need to at least have this discussion. Do we face the court martial and get out of here? Uh, but they don't. They like, we can't. We can't leave. We've got a job to do. This. Chris, is I think effort. Chris says first. Look, let's try and find some more information. Eugene, come with me. Let's look. Looks. We're looking for diaries. Yeah, they go back down to journal. the basement. Yeah, see if they can find anything to help. Basically, yeah. Chris takes the book off Eugene that he'd been reading all the way the through. The journal. The journal. Yeah. And. All the pages are blank. Yeah. And this point I'm going, oh, is the twist going to be Eugene's a yeah. double agent? And What's going on there? Yeah. Has he freaked out? Yeah. And uh, is he making all this shit up? And then Butchie starts screaming, which in, yeah. interjects so interrupts scene, the scene, interrupts the yeah. moment. Um, and he's screaming, this isn't real, over and over and over and over again. Constantly, this isn't real, this isn't real, this isn't real. And then he says, it was us. He just stops saying, "It was this isn't real. Yeah. And he says, it was us. And then he grabs Chris's, Chris by the arm because Chris is like looking at him, making sure he's okay. And he just says, remember. Yeah. And then he dies. Yeah. Out of nowhere. It was good. It's a good bit of acting. It was a great bit of acting. Again, it's one of those scenes that's like really stuck with me afterwards. Um, at that so, point, the, the other four, three say to Chris, we're fucking going. We're not staying <laughs> We're out. He says, we, we, won't, we won't leave the area. Let's just relocate outside. Yeah. We'll go to the woods. We'll be able to, we'll be in within sight of the place. It'll be fine. And we see at this point now that Eugene's book isn't blank. And yeah. There are there is writing yeah. in it. It's in German, but there is writing in it. Um, and Chris agrees. He's like, "Yep, well, we need to go. We'll bury Butchie first. Yeah. Then we'll leave, and we will just go. We're not going to stick around. Let's just get out of here." Um, they completely seem to have forgotten. If you leave, you die. But hey ho, we'll uh, we'll allow it. So they leave. They do. Depends leave. on your definition of leave, and if they don't know what. <laughs> no, does that mean what's... leave the house? Does that leave mean the leave area? the area? Yeah. yeah, we don't. We don't know. So they leave and they start walking the back the same way that they came. Yeah, so we go back through the little back town. Back through the little town. I mean, they must have good eyesight if they were going to stay close enough to the house. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I did that, think that, that went out of the window, yeah. I think. Um, and they get to this field where they saw the peasants leaving the prisoner of war camp earlier. Yeah. And they see the same peasants again. Yeah. Leaving again. From the same direction. From the same direction. It's basically the same scene. But the woman has got the Nazi coat on. Yeah. That uh, Tappet gave, gave to her. Yeah, so then they start to discuss, well, maybe we're stuck in some sort of time loop. They actually say time loop. Time loop. Yeah, are we stuck in a time yeah. loop? Which is really like, well, interesting. Well, you're bringing so, it up. Yeah, you're acknowledging you, that might be happening. You've volunteered this information, so <laughs> yeah. I think you probably are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm still not convinced that they are, because they're passing the same locations that they passed earlier. Yeah. Things have changed. It's that old, like, the town isn't on fire anymore. It's how many just, times have we been around this rock? Except it's not a rock, it's, it's a, a crashed crash ambulance, ambulance, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> And the, the town isn't now on fire. It's just all burnt out. <laughs> Kirk, they get back to where they were sleeping the first when the first time we met them. Yeah. And they all lie down and they, they're back in exactly the same positions from the beginning of the movie. And Kirk says, I don't remember the last time I took a shit. Yeah. Which I thought was a really interesting line because it's like, and then they're all like, no, none of us, none of them did. Yeah. None of them do. Suddenly they're, they're all lying on the floor. Then suddenly Tapper's hanging from the rafters in the house. And then he just lands back on the floor next to them all. Yeah, so he's had a dream. So you don't know what's and dream, there's a, what's dreaming, what's real. Someone's chanting a word in the background. Yeah, yeah. Vetrilek is yeah. written on the floor next to Tapper. Oh yes, when it he is in the, in the leaves. Yeah, yeah. the Vetrilek becomes a word in this film now, quite a lot. It comes up quite a lot in the next 
bit of this film. Next day, they walk the same loop again. They walk past the crashed ambulance again. They walk through the town again. They're heading back to the chateau. Yeah. And they turn around and they're back with the exploded Jeep. Yeah. Which shouldn't be where they are, but that's where they are. Um, and then they do end up back at the house. And Chris is like, right, I've got a plan. I'm going to get a shit ton of flour. I'm going to pour it all over the floor. And then at least we'll be able to see where these ghosts are walking. Yeah. Because ghosts leave footprints. Yeah. So he does. He pours flour all over the floor. And then Tapper's like, he's doing some whittling or yeah. cleaning his gun or something. And under his breath, he's saying like, he's saying Vectrelec. Vectrelec. And uh, Eugene hears him and he's like, I've heard that word before. Yeah. I think it's in this book. This book. Everything's in, this. <laughs> Everything's in this book. And he says, yeah, it is. It's mentioned in here. It's basically an old Muslim belief slash curse. Yeah. This is the second world war. And we're talking Muslim curses now. It's, yeah. Things are getting weird. And it's basically don't let evil triumph. Don't, whatever you do. So don't let evil don't happen. Let... Otherwise it will be back to haunt you tenfold. Yeah. I think is what he says. Yeah. So they all sit in the room now that's covered in flour. And they can hear footsteps. They can hear something coming towards them. And then they can see the footsteps. Because yeah. these ghosts do leave footprints in flour. Um, and it's coming towards Chris. This I really like this bit in terms of tension. This so he, brilliant. He, he's sitting at the head of the, well, it's not a table, but the head the, of the yeah, arrangement. Like in an archway around them, aren't they? And uh, the footsteps stop in front of him and he closes his eyes. This was really good acting. He looked absolutely fucking terrified, <laughs> yeah. as you would do. And you can, you can, I could really imagine this, this character's thoughts of, right, okay, I'm just letting myself have a second. <laughs> yeah. Because when I open my eyes, that thing's going to be Something bad's there. probably going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this was a really nice moment. It was. It was really good. Um, and he does. He opens his eyes. The ghost lady is there. He can see her. No, none of the others can she see her. She screams. She screams in his face. She grabs him and drags him away. And all the by, others by can the see hair. His, yeah, yeah. And all the others can see is him being dragged across the floor. Floating they can't see away. her. Um, and then he gets over it and he gets dragged outside and into a creepy red building. Yeah. So it's it, like it, a, it was like a crypt type of yeah, outside like a, a chateau kind of yeah. garage type area, I guess. Um, and they're all trying to chase him and go after him. And Tappet's even trying... To, he's screaming, shoot her, shoot her, because yeah. he can see her. He doesn't know they can't see her. So Tappet's firing bullets at him in his general direction. Never hits her. And they go into this building and there's all red lights in it and it's all creepy and weird. It's like they cross the threshold into this building and everyone is like sensorily deprived. Yeah, they all so start having weird visions. And there's, there's visions, but it's also smoky yeah. and it's like... it's. I guess kind of like a war zone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, it looked fucking cool. Yeah, there's visions coming in and out, yeah. and yeah, it's a fucked up place. And when they get through this particular area, they get into this room, and Chris is in there sitting on the floor at the top of some stairs. Yeah, and he looks down, and he's like, "They're here." Found them. And all the bodies are just chucked to the bottom. There's four, of the stairs. four bodies at the, the bottom. The family, of the stairs. this yeah. family's bodies, are all just chucked to the bottom of the stairs. So they're like, "Let's give them a proper Christian burial. Let them move on." Yeah. And then we'll be safe. Everything will be happy. So they do. They bury all these bodies properly. And they come across on one of the bodies, the missing last page of this journal. Oh, yeah. Um, like I thought this was really clever. It's not in um, German, though. It's not in German. It's in Arabic. Yeah. But Eugene's reading it. And Chris says to him, how long have you been able to read Arabic? And Eugene kind of looks down at the page. He hadn't even twigged that it yeah. was in Arabic. Because it was in German earlier. Yeah, it was all in German earlier. But yeah. this last page, for some reason, is in Arabic. Well, no, because he flicks through the whole thing, and I think the, the whole, whole thing's, thing's now in our Okay, fair yeah. enough. They then go back into the house. Tapper starts filling the bath up again. Um, he kind of zones out as he's filling it. Yeah. And then he gets grabbed by a different ghost lady. And we find out from Chris and Eugene's conversations outside 
the, the family that lived here weren't French. They were Afghans. Yeah. And they would help Jew, the Jews in the Second World War by storing them in the walls yeah. to stay away from Hide the from Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. I'm like, Afghans, what is going on? It's very strange. Um, they carry on with this funeral. It turns out this lady, ghost lady, had performed this ventilac curse yeah. just before she died. They carry on with this funeral. Um, and then they go back in the house and they find a crate full of cigars. They do. Which is a really weird thing to find. We've been trying to open this crate all the way through. Um, we eventually get it open. It's full of cigars. Um, but they also find something that says, interning the bodies or burying the bodies gives them power to come back from the dead. Yeah. So fucking zombies, fucking man. zombies now. And they should never have buried these bodies. This is a bad thing what yeah. they've done. Um, and it turns out it's true because these family members appear. Oh, Tapper. Yeah. He's still in the attic. Yeah. He's now sat in the pentagram. Yeah. He lit the bloody candles around it. Yeah, fucking idiot. Stuck in this pentagram now. So they start trying to fight off these zombies. zombies. Zombie I guess family. they are a zombie yeah. family now. Um, but they seem to be completely ungettable. They were, they're literally stabbing it constantly, shooting at them constantly. Eugene puts a grenade down the young boy's top. Yeah. And as they damage these zombies, they start to like glitch. That's exactly what I've written. They start glitching out. Like futuristic glitch like a computer and i was like oh no <laughs> and i was like okay and i was i was like okay i'm interested now what's gonna happen here and then butchie's body appears yeah with it's one leg and no arms and his face all smashed up and he again he's screaming this isn't real this yeah. isn't real this isn't real and then he just screams remember and then the screen fades to black and it comes back and chris wakes up in a modern day hospital yeah more than modern day, a futuristic hospital, I would say. And he's got no legs. And he's got no legs. And the others are all there too. And they've got no legs and bits and missing. And jaws. Jaws and, and faces and all sorts yeah. of stuff's going on. And this is your big twist in this film. Because these guys are not World War II soldiers. These guys were injured in Afghanistan during that war. They're all there. We get a flashback now to what happened. Well, before we get our explanation of what's going on. Which I really liked. I was like... Okay, tell me what happened and then tell me what's going on. Billy Zane's a doctor, by the way. Billy Zane's a <laughs> random doctor. I hadn't picked up that was the same person. That's interesting. That adds a little bit more to it. Because a film with a twist like this, it's nice that they give you little bits all the way through. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. watch it again, yeah, you're going to yeah. pick these things up. So we find out that they were all in Afghanistan and they all got blew up whilst they were in Afghanistan. And basically they were rescued. They were going to rescue an Afghan family, a doctor and his family. Um, so they they go into his house. Can I just say before you carry on? Yes, I thought this scene was brilliant. It was, and I think this sequence belonged in a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to see this this film, this just Af this Middle East war film. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I I love that they they gave it to us before they explained what was going on because it was just so. I, jarring no, no, and they were all good i thought all the extras the, the the family were really good i just i just thought it was excellent yeah really i agree good, really good so sequence. basically they're in this afghan family's house trying to rescue them and they hear that isis the, are the dad's like an informer basically yeah, yeah. isn't he? yeah they hear that isis are about to show up so they need to hide yeah so they hide in the walls you'll pick up things through this next sequence yeah. that we've already spoke about the isis guys do turn up why our guys are hiding in the walls they tie the man to a chair and they drown his son in the sink and they hang his daughter from her neck yeah 
The guy's trying to help. The guy, our guys are trying to help, but they can't. They're, they're, they're handler. They're like CIA guys, like stay here, stay here, stay here. There's loads of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're all like itching. No, we've got to help them. We've got yeah, to help and them. They can't. They, they literally would yeah. just die straight away. And then they set the man on fire and burn him alive. and With a cigar, nonetheless. Yeah. Everybody's dead except for the wife. We lose track of where the wife yeah. goes. She just disappears. Um, and the, the ISIS guys all leave. They've mission accomplished. They've killed this family. They leave. And our guys go out. They head outside. There's some more dead kids outside that were playing Cat's Cradle. Yeah, one of them's got no head. One of them's got no head now, and he was playing Cat's Cradle earlier. And then the wife suddenly runs out, and she's got a bomb strapped to her chest. She has. And she screams and basically blows them all up. And we cut back to this hospital, this modern-day hospital, where we get an explanation. So we find out that basically these guys are in a post-trauma i guess it is post-traumatic hospital they've had a they've been through a very traumatic incident where they've all bad bits blown off them yeah they have been they're basically their brains have been shut down and put placed into this world war ii simulation to go to this chateau and recover that's basically what's supposed to have happened um the, they say the world they're, war they're II, in a, yeah this computer simulation yeah to it's supposed something to, familiar yeah something familiar to keep you Calm. Calm. Keep you, shut your brain you down while you heal. and it's, it's a sensible idea in a science fiction world. The World War II scenario apparently is the most effective. It's the most relaxing. But halfway through this experiment, and they don't know why, these doctors, it seems to be a very early days of this experimental procedures. Butchie woke up and then died for no reason, and they can't understand what happened. And Chris was like, uh, this simulation, he takes it on board quite quickly and quite well. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, we're supposed to be reliving the worst incident of our life. <laughs> Yeah, and Billy's then is like, "No, that doesn't sound right." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he starts explaining. We start getting explained like, "Oh, the 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 drowning in the bath must be the same as the drowning yeah. in the sink." We didn't need that. Yeah. I think that'd be my little nitpick. Um, but yeah, you guys, do you realize there's a ghost in your machine? Your your seat, your screen is hated. It was like being in a fucking horror movie. And you can see like the ghostly family in this thing in the middle the, of like, the, like room, the screen that's glitching. The, out in the computer middle. is like a holographic yeah. display type thing. Yeah, um, and he's like, it was like he says it's like being in a fucking horror movie. Um, he then says, when she died, the lady screamed just before the lady blew them all up. She was all pieces, misses. She cursed them with this Ventilac Muslim curse, yeah. and that somehow got into the simulation. Yeah, and Chris with them. Chris says to the nurse, "I need to go back. I need to get back in there. My team are still in there. He's the only one who's woken up. Yeah, I need to go back in there. I'll let them know. I'll let them know. Bring them out and." I need to. We need to atone for our sins before it's too late. Because he, he's, he's saying this family are coming after them because they left them to die in this room while they were stood in the walls. So they do. The nurse puts him back in, and then she says, just before he's about to go back in. Oh, by the way, you'll lose all your memories. You won't remember this. I didn't like this. I did, the so this the end lets it down yeah. slightly. She's like, you'll lose all your memories and you'll be wiped. And then Chris, before he can react to that, wakes up. So why did she put him back in? Yeah, exactly. It's and it. And we're back at the start of the movie. We're back at the start of the movie. Chris wakes up in the start of the movie, exactly as he does at the start of the yeah. movie. He can see a man smoking a cigar, which is the ISIS man. And he flicks the cigar at Chris the same way as he flicked the cigar at the man he was set on fire. And Chris just says, what do you want to this guy? And Which is exactly what he did his first line of the movie. And the movie ends. I, I think that last scene lets it itself need down. To go back it didn't in. need it to go back in. It was stupid. Because now he's got to relive just, the whole thing again. Yeah, he's basically... It, they basically uh, want to say, yeah, this is a timely movie. It's and not it a timely movie. movie. And it does let it down it's slightly. Stupid, isn't it? 
the, I knew you wouldn't like the ending. I thought you'd be. I thought you'd have an issue with the whole ending. I have an issue with the twist. I think it's too much. I I don't have an issue with the twist. I think it worked really well. I thought it was explained. Not I no, accepted I, I, it because it was explained well. I think they did a decent job of explaining I, it. I just that last there. bit lets it down for me. They didn't need to go back in. The other should have woke up. Yeah. Well, it, it was that. It just didn't quite knit together for me. It annoyed me. Yeah. I can see I, that. I I I. Thought which is the, really frustrating because. I thought the bit, like I say, where we got the story told of them in Afghanistan, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was really clever. Because it feels like it's, a stupid science fiction twist at the end of a war movie. But then it kind of but brings it actually you back really, it's really works. emotional, that yeah. scene in Afghanistan. And it actually really works. The way they explain it is like, this is going to be like your recovery. You were supposed to go to this chateau to recover and just live there. And it was all happy and friendly. I, I think for me, it was just, it's, it's maybe the juxtaposition of... Oh, by the way, the, there's this computer simulation. You're all in. It. I, I was just like, really? Are we jumping? How far forward have we jumped? And it's like, I, I think it was too much of a. I don't think we jumped that far forward. The war in Afghanistan was no, exactly. But that point, but the the technology, the, the technology of, has jumped. Was maybe too much of a juxtaposition for me. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, people get put into induced comas and stuff like that. No, I, I, was, yes, I get that. But, but, then, but then it was like. Yeah, we've also hooked your brains up so you're having this shared experience. Yeah, yeah. I had no issue. I just with think that maybe in, in a movie some, universe. I'm maybe I am that. nitpicking again. Maybe there's something you could do where they've obviously weirder things have happened. All I'm saying than just like, oh, it's kind of a, they're having a shared hallucination. Do you need the whole computer hookup? Yeah. I, I... Fair enough. That that is a nitpick because yeah. that could you do, for just me ignore that bit if you yeah. need to. It's just one of them things. It's just that last little bit where he goes back in, and then oh, it was too much. It was too much. Didn't need it that. Didn't need to be extra there. little twist at the end. It didn't. It did, and it's a shame, but it, it didn't. It doesn't ruin anything for me. And it, but it's almost the way she just went. Oh, by the way, you lose your memories. Just as yeah, literally, just as he goes in, and it's like, what the fuck have you putting back in for? Then? Yeah, he's just got to go for the whole thing again now. But this isn't a time loop movie, and it thinks it is, and that's a really weird situation to be in. Just yeah, they just they could have just. Foot on the brake. Yeah. A minute just, earlier. Just stop it. Wake them up. Wait, Don't put them back in. Better them impact. Up. It's a real shame. But it didn't take anything away from the film for me. I thought the film from start to finish is really fun. It's really exciting. There's a lot going on. There are some good scares in it. There's some really good jump scares in it. And it's a really fascinating story, I thought. Uh, yeah, it's just too much. I think I would have rather... I'd, I'd rather add next five minutes on the end. with, Like you say, them all waking up. Yeah, same. And you've got a whole new dramatic... Whatever you want to do with it, they start dying or the, or they calm the things down and however. Yeah, I, I, I kind of see. I almost think putting them back in and going, oh, you're back to the start. Felt lazy. It does feel a bit. I can kind of see why they wanted to close that time loop angle off. Yeah, because it, it was mentioned earlier, and there is there is a time loopy bit to it, so you do have to kind of finish it off. But it just didn't quite hit right. But for me, it, that doesn't take anything away from this uh, film. I thought this film. No, was I think fantastic. it does take away from it, but. I can forgive. I, I agree with what you're saying. It's really fun. Uh, there's some invent. It's, there's some good tension building. There's some good scares. There's some good gore. Mostly the effects are good. Yeah, I think pretty much all, most of the effects are good. The cast are really good. The, the cast are fantastic. Really good. Yeah. There's a couple of real standout scenes. It just it's it is patchy, but 
I can forgive that. I, c- I couldn't tell you who the best person in this film was because they all have great moments. No, it is a good they're... group cast. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they work together They work well. really well together. Considering it's pretty much an all-male cast. Why is Billy Zane in this movie? Why is Billy <laughs> Zane in this movie? It's weird, isn't it? Twice. Maybe he knew someone. Maybe he did. But it's little things like that. of like If you watch this movie again now, you're probably going to get a bit more out of it because you're going to spot things like that Billy possibly. Zane's in two different characters in but yeah. in that different universe. I, th- I think... The the Afghan moments and the the Muslim curses and things. Yeah. When he first said Muslim curse, it didn't twig with me that that'd be so weird in World War Two. Mm. And then when he was like, it was an Afghan family. I'm like, what is going on? And it really got me thinking. Like, there is a twist coming, and I can see there's a twist coming, mm. but I have no fucking idea what it is. And then yeah. it comes, and you're like, fuck me, that's actually quite good. It's quite clever how you've you've built all the way up, all the way through this film to tell me this is coming, and then it comes, and you're just like, yeah, it's great. I have no issue with the twist at all. None. Okay, fine. <laughs> I honestly don't. I thought, I, thought, I thought they set it up in just a nice enough way for it to work. Yeah, I, I just think going straight to the whole... It, it reminded me a bit of the... What's the... Um, time trap. But I, I, I was just like, oh, we're suddenly all hooked up to a shared computer. I don't think I it just, was that... I don't think it was that unbelievable. I, I, I genuinely don't think it was that crazy as Time Traps was. I've... I, my first thought was, oh shit, we're on a spaceship. You know, because it looks that... <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like that they give you the... I like the idea. I'm just not quite sure it was actually... In terms of the design and the... Uh, yeah, but I, I'm being critical. I did I did really enjoyed it. I did as well. Yeah, I, it was the first movie, time in... I had, I had a real fun. It was the first time in ages watching a bottom of the stream film where I was not... I was a little bit disappointed that it had finished. Hmm. I was really, I was into it and I was watching it. Yeah. I was like, I'm into this. And then it ended. Normally I'm like, there, I can't wait that? for this fucking movie to end. Yeah. And I, I definitely wasn't in this. They're the, the playing with stuff. There, There's loads of ideas in there. Uh, and it, it, it's, I do, well, I do agree with you. It is one of the first ones we've watched in a while when I'm like, okay, I thought I knew what this is and no, I don't. And yeah, I'm absolutely fine with that. It that's... was not what I was expecting at all. It actually yeah. is a really good horror film. Yeah. There's, there's some, there are some really good jump scenes in it. There are, it's a really nice story of this family. Who are I think the first, back to... the first 15 minutes are a really good war film. Yeah, they are. But they're just <laughs> walking around France, getting into trouble. And... It goes war, horror, time loop, science fiction, <laughs> war. <laughs> that's how this film goes. And it's, Two different wars. I, there's a lot of ideas in it. Some of them, like you say, some of them don't hit. Some of them do. Some of them really do. I, I've got a lot of time for this. I enjoyed this. I liked it, yeah. I did. Uh, I didn't think, when it came out, I was not convinced. Hmm. So I'm not big into war films. I do like horror film, but... Yeah. Yeah. It, it took me by surprise. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. It, it was a pleasant surprise. What's yeah. the best thing about it? Um, I think it's the cast. I think the chemistry between those five guys. I, I think it is because we, because of the level of film we usually watch on this show, we, we don't often get a good ensemble. No, we don't. We'll get you, good you, performances. You occasionally get one or two good people in it. Yeah. But, but they do fit together a, really they well. They do. Their chemistry really works. And the camaraderie is, is, is pitched just right. Yeah. And they're all, because there's, there's five of them. They're all distinctive enough. They manage to build yep. the character traits. We watch a lot of films as well, and I'm like, which one's that? Which one's that? Because there's not time or budget to define. You the, never get the that group, in this. but but that's here in this, yeah. and that's really nice. And it's unusual for us to see yeah. something like that. I think I think Brenton Thwaites was the best one. But I think his like you said that scene where he's expecting that ghost to come, and then it does. Yeah, his face in that is just like yeah, 
you've got this. You yeah. know what you're doing in this film. Um, yeah, I, I, I find it I, tough to pick. I think they're all really good. Yeah, I couldn't pick a best one, but yeah. if I was but going, that, that's a great moment. To, yeah, it's yeah. a really good moment. Yeah. Really, really good. What would you change about it? I, I just think we need to finesse the ending a bit. Yeah, I think you do just a little bit. A couple more drafts, please. <laughs> just I, and I just think we can we can actually you can deliver something that's really. I'd, awesome. I'd like the reveal to all of them that this is a simulation, not just one of them. I yeah. think that's what you need. Yeah. You know that you know that scene in Red Dwarf where they all come out of their that's a simulation at one in one episode. Yes. And they all come out and they're all different characters. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying. If they'd have all nice. woken up, there's a whole new. Well, how'd you finish the movie? That's not my problem. You can sort that out. But yeah. <laughs> I just think there's more drama there than the twist of oh he's back at the start. Yeah. Because that's well trodden. Yeah, it is, and it was unnecessary. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, no, it was on there. We've gone through it now. But yeah. We need to talk stream table then. Sure. What are your initial thoughts? Do you I, I'm, to... Look, I'm, pre- I'm pretty um, pretty high up on this. Do you want me to I, run through it I from, think... what, top 10 again? Yeah. Okay, because currently number 10 is Comes a Bright Day. Number nine is The Land of Steady Habits. Number eight is The Parts You Lose. Number seven is All at Sea. Number six is Robot Overlords, last week's film. Uh, number five is XOXO, film from the week before. Uh, number four is Body Cam. Number three is Pentagram. I love that that rhymes. Uh, number two is The Trip. And currently number one is Summit of the Gods. What are you thinking? Can I do it a bit differently and say, I think I know where you want to put it. Okay. I think you want to put it second. I do, but... Do you, really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. But I also think there's an argument for it to go top. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Where do you want to put it? Uh, my good reaction, I'm not, I'm not a million miles away from you, is third. Okay, so lower than the trip. Just below the trip. Yeah. I think it's a better film than the trip. I think they're pretty close. I think they're, they're close. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, they're close. I think it's a better film than the trip. Um. I know you're not going to agree. <laughs> I think this is a better film than Summit of the Gods. No, why? I just, I really, really got something out of this. But this is a me film. This is a stupid horror film. Well, I was just going to say, and you, <laughs> this is this is written with me in mind. This is the difference, isn't it? Because I was going to say it's a criticism, but it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid, and I, that's <laughs> what I That's my wheelhouse. But it's stupid. That's it's the best thing we've seen. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Something of the Gods is a great film. Yeah, it's it's a. It's beautiful masterpiece. It looks incredible. There's points in that film where you can't tell if it's animated or real, and it's animated. But the story is not wonderful. Um, uh, it I, it, I it just tries don't to think do too much. Some of the gods, yeah. It does. It I don't think we've seen a film this season where we've gone, "That's fucking brilliant," and it's definitely number one. No, and uh, some of the no. gods isn't that film. And we're getting quite a long way in. We're over, well over halfway now in this yeah. season. We've only got ten left. I would just like to see a change at the top. <laughs> And I think this is the film to do it, personally. I, I think it's very similar to The Trip. And I think this and The Trip are the two films that have surprised me the most. Yes. Uh, as a like, oh, what a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't expecting too much and I've, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I just, ah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's all that pretentious bollocks stuff. But I'm not sure I can put this ahead of Summit of the Gods. That's fine. I, I knew for I feel a like fact. I might be doing 
I, all the people who I knew made that film. I've known all day today that I'm going to come at you and say I want this to go to number yeah. one in the stream table. And I knew for a fact that you wouldn't allow that to happen. So I can concede that this goes second. I'm just glad that we're that close on it because I thought you might be a little bit lower. No, it's it's. I'm glad that we're not. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. It's definitely the top three, and I, and the trip had a lot of problems. I'm I'm not. I've got zero problems with this being second. I have also got zero problems with this being second. But did I have more? Look, it's that old thing. What look? What what does a table even mean? I. <laughs> it means quite a lot. Did, did I have more from watching this than some other gods? Yeah. Oh, did I? Did I? You did. I don't know. You did. There's some of the gods. Yeah, but this film, also but finished, and film. I was like, I really enjoyed that, but I feel like I could have enjoyed it more if it didn't quite end like that. So. Some of the gods is a good film. It's not a fun film. You've not, you've definitely had more fun with this than you did with that. I probably did. I just, I, just, I just listen. Let's put it second. Yeah, let's do that because that's a fair shout. But because I, I was happy to go, so I wasn't going to pre- let you go any less than second. Okay, let's put fine. It that way, so. I'm fine with second. <laughs> so uh, second, wow. We still haven't found that film this season. That's like, yeah, this is the best film we've seen this season. Anything is still this game. This stream table is still all to play. For. So some of the gods was great, but it, it, the worst part of some pun not intended. There were parts of it that left me cold. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Everything's to play for in this season. Well, I'm convinced some of the gods won't be number one at the end. Okay, and I don't think setup will be bottom. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I I do think. Yeah, I agree. It I, is, I, it it's is... all to play for in this stream table. There's ten. Films no, nothing is safe no. in its current position. There are ten. That's the fifteenth film going in. So there's ten films left. Second for Ghost of War. I wouldn't have thought that when it came out. It's go. a nice little, uh, nice little treat of a film. That one, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. That means we need to pick next week's film. Let's do it. My mouse has run out of battery. Oh no, That's handy, good timing. I'm gonna play my wild card. Oh, I'm gonna put amazing. it straight out there. Wild card. We're not gonna get Robin out this week. Two or three wild weeks. Card. Um, this is different. Oh, I like different. Good. Um, this film. I don't really know what to say, but I've. I've gone left field. Shall we just say that? Sure. There's a debate on how long this film's on for between uh, Netflix okay, and fine. between Netflix and IMDb. We've, we've seen that before. Times. So Netflix claim that this film is only an hour and five minutes long. Ooh. So it will be by far the shortest film we've ever Interesting. Um, IMDb claims it to be one hour and 16 minutes long. Okay. So I assume Netflix have got it right because... It's on their service. Oh, honestly, nothing would surprise me. I'm a little bit nervous to tell you this. Um, I've picked a film called Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Okay. Which is a film that stars Johnny Depp. However, it is not that version of the film. Good. (laughs) That was a remake. That was the, uh, the film version of the musical. Yes, but it was also a remake of a film that was made in 1936. Oh, amazing. That is on Netflix. Fantastic. I've picked a film from 1936. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, why not? Breaking all the records. I thought it's something different. We've not done it before. We've yeah. not even been close to doing that before. No, I think we went... We've done 70s. Yeah, we never... 60s? Don't think so. Yeah. Let's so do thought, it. Oh, I'm my, excited. My thought was, we haven't done anything from the 80s for a while. I'll find an 80s film. Yeah. And then this film popped up and I'm like, can I get away with doing yeah, a film 100%. that's only an hour and six minutes long? 100%. Uh, yeah, so do you want a synopsis? I really do. I'm excited already. Uh, it's from, like I said, it's from 1936. It was released as a double bill, but it's like there's only one of them on Netflix. Okay. The other one was called The Return of the Frog. 
Nice. So that isn't on there, unfortunately. Um, it's rated A. I don't know what that means. A for all, I think. <laughs> um, synopsis. A Fleet Street barber recounts the story of Sweeney Todd, a notorious barber who in the last century murdered many customers for their money. So it's actually somebody telling the story of Sweeney Todd. Uh, yeah, it's from 1936. Everybody in it's dead. Everybody made it's dead. We're going in the way back machine. When we record it, can you like uh, add like old timey uh, vinyl type crackles like in, the background? Going yeah. in the background? So I've taken a bit of a gamble. I don't think I've ever watched a film that old in my okay. life. I don't think I've gone that far back in my film watching career. I might have. I, might I, be I can't I believe it's, we're watching a film made the same year you were born. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's got Todd Slaughter in it. Oh, I love him. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> I imagine. So yeah, I thought I'd do something different. Why not? This uh, this show's all about things that are on Netflix that people don't know are on there. That film's on Netflix. Brilliant. Why not? Great choice. Thank you. So yeah, we're doing that. So if you're interested in that, then go and watch it. And then in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at BOTS underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, you can do that. Our email address is bottomofthestream at gmail.com. And you can also check out our website, which is bottomofthestream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Spiralizer. What's a spiralizer? Like the, the, when you spiralize courgettes and... Oh, okay. And... Yeah, why not? Do that. <laughs> so, um, I'm hungry, sorry. After you've bought your spiralizer, check out, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottomofthestream on there for a couple of quid every month. You'll get early access to episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. You will get a wild card that Nick writes every month. No, you'll get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. And if you come in at the top level, you will get a wild card, which means you can do what I've just done and play your wild card, which means you pick the film and we'll talk about it. Um, I do need a quick apology to the patrons. I haven't been doing early access lately. That's my fault. I just haven't been editing the episodes quick enough and I apologize and we will get better on it. I promise. Um, and then once you've done all of that, head over to the Discord the Discord link is in the bottom of the show notes. In there, we do all sorts of cool stuff. There's always people chatting and talking. We play games. We watch movie. We do movie watch-alongs every so often. We need to get another one of them in the diary. Um, yeah, it's great. It's just a great place to hang out with fellow movie and bottom of the stream fans. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good time. So do join. The uh, Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. It always is. Always is. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review anywhere that you can review podcasts. That can be Podchaser, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, uh pandora iHeartRadio, spotify i might have said that twice can't remember but we're on all of those places and it really helps us get the word out if you can give us a review and or a rating it certainly does so do all of that go and watch sweeney todd the demon barber of fleet street it's not that the, one not that one is the 1936 one that is on netflix it's got a black and white poster you can't miss it brilliant and yeah, do that, and then we'll be back on Monday for another episode of The Wave, and next Thursday for the movie show. Cheers! Bye! <laughs>